When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Arcana Monday morning and driving towards the world famous Monster Mart in Falk, Arkansas. It's been a fun ride already. It took me about a minute to get an actual encounter report as the lady who worked the front desk at the hotel when I checked in she asked me what kind of a movie we were making and I told her and I asked her if she had had an encounter herself or if she knew anyone who had seen the legendary beast and she said you know it's funny but a former maintenance worker here claimed that he saw it along with members of his family. Of course, I have audio of that. He said that he was, you know, they was out there in the lake, you know, down deep in foul. He was like, you know, we're just out there clowning, fooling around four-wheelers boats, and he said they was out there uh, setting up traps for something. And he said when he turned around, he was like, what is this? And, you know, he shined a light on it and kind of went all the way up. And yeah, and he was like, they got out of there. Everybody took off running and uh, I was like, really? He said, yeah, I think I seen it. I'm like, really? He was like, yeah, because I used to watch the show. Because I'm finding Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm ready to see this thing. And they could never catch him. They could hear him, but they could never catch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish he still worked here. Me too. That's great. What's your name again? Latricia. Latricia. Hey. I'm, I'm Clinton. Okay, Clint, nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> but I met up with Seth, Brandon, Lyle Blackburn, and the crew, all of whom I'm currently trying to learn their names. I think there's three guys here that are on the team that aren't always on the team, if you know what I mean. Last night, and man, 
it looked like a train had hit them after the long trip from Ohio and then a full day you could definitely tell that the bed was the place that they needed to be investigating <laughs> sleepy town but really really amazing things have already occurred and one of those things is randomly running into a member of the Crabtree clan who took us out to the actual location where a good portion of the movie was filmed and in fact holds the legendary tree where Mrs. Crabtree had one of her sightings. So that was really cool. Uh, another really exciting aspect to this to this trip. It's funny. It just it seems like, and we were talking about this last night over dinner, that there seem to be a lot of coincidences lining up between the filming of this movie and the filming of Boggy Creek some forty odd years ago. Which, uh, which should bode well. Like I said, approaching uh, Monster Martin Falk, we are scheduled to have at least three interviews with witnesses today. And yeah, we're really excited. Uh, know that we've got storms barreling down. In fact, I noticed this morning that cloud cover is heavy wind is kind of significant but yet it's technically not supposed to hit here till Wednesday so it should be interesting we're going out into the moss the swamp the bog We've got our snake boots ready to go thanks so much for listening to OK Talk I'm going to send this off to Matthew and I'll be back. So Jonesville was that actually like the first original in this this neighborhood. This is like this is called Jonesville. Okay. And uh, yeah, the monster was originally called the Jonesville monster because so many sightings happened in this area right here. Eventually it became Boggy Creek, which we were hanging out with some locals a couple days ago, and uh, and we were actually boating on Days Creek, and they said, well, I don't understand why it's called Boggy Creek, because most of the sightings happen on Days Creek. Days Creek runs into Boggy Creek, but Seth was like, it's probably because Boggy's just a cooler name. Yeah, it's a way cooler name. <laughs> yeah. So... Did you have y'all run across anyone who has like a most recent sighting? Um, I, we're gonna be doing. I think. Do you know when this woman's sighting was? Mm -mm. I think hers was in. No, not hers. But there's a. There's. I think hers was uh, a while ago. But there's there's a person we're gonna be interviewing tomorrow. That one in 2009. So that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm not as familiar with the schedule. Seth handles kind of all the scheduling and stuff. But he's a liar. He's just a big liar. <laughs> okay, so you Aaron. are new yeah. to the Bigfoot phenomenon. Yeah. You're just a simple production man. 
cameraman, specialist of the filming. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, that sounded like I degraded you. I didn't mean no, to. No, no. So what do you think about all this Bigfootery? Oh, man. Listening to some of the stories of, of these people who... I mean, would just firsthand wouldn't I wouldn't consider them a liar or trying to make something up. Um, but the firsthand stories of just them, you know, seeing, saying, "Hey, this is what I saw." I don't know what the you know what to make of it. It kind of gives me goosebumps and something I've never really thought of. Like, yeah, I've always always thought like, huh, there probably could be something. But now it's like there's a definite interest that has that it's kind of. I don't know, something that I've never really thought about that I'm probably going to go home and start researching all this stuff now. So really just like a couple of days of being out here and hearing people giving you their first-hand experiences has made you want to go home and check it out? Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm excited for this this lady that we're going to interview, especially since she's she's done like veterinary work and she's done been all around different animals and I mean, what she, being an expert and on animals and, and then she sees something carrying a deer run across the road I mean that is just that's just crazy and that all I'm like on the spot where they've seen it and I can see how there's just so much like dense forest you, you just yeah, don't you know what see, is you can't see five oh, feet it's, into it's that. crazy yeah I'm just so used to Ohio woods where it's like there's a couple trees here and there <laughs> but this is I mean this is dense yeah and just the amount I mean even yesterday the amount of owls we were hearing all the weird yeah. noises y'all heard a bunch of owls oh like, it was crazy yeah I have it on sure? I yeah. think you can hear them in the um in the behind the scenes on the second video okay there's a bunch of owls there's a female um and a male uh hoot, hoot owl yeah, hooting and hollering. They were hollering during one of the um, interviews. It's just things like that that, I mean, we, I don't know. I'm just so used to being around like cities and stuff that you don't <laughs> right. think of animals. Yeah, this place. You know, you out in the middle of nowhere. It's nuts. So I mean, it's got me excited. What about what about you, Brandon? Now that you've done this, is your third production. Mm -hmm. Where, what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? I mean, I'm still skeptical about the whole thing. Um, but it kind of ebbs and flows for me in between movies, you know. When we're, when we're down here and we hear about Lynn Crabtree's encounter, uh, see that location. And his whole encounter is insane because, it, I mean, if he was going to make something up, um, he well, why would you add the detail of that? You know, because Lynn was squirrel hunting and he, he was just sitting there waiting on squirrels to come along and all of a sudden hears a commotion and horses come running and they run into the water there's something spooked these horses so much they ran into the water then he hears a dog bellow and then he sees this thing and the thing notices him and it's all agitated and then it comes walking out and he shoots at it three times this amazing encounter if you're going to make something up why would you add that how would you even think of that detail that the horses ran into the water like it was they were spooked by something you know so that's just an incredible encounter um and then you hear from different locals that it really messed him up for life and all this stuff, and it, and it so makes me go towards belief more. You know what I mean? And then when we stop working on the movies for a month or two, then you're like, then you're ah, they're all full of it. Yeah. No, not the people, but it kind of. They're all taking mushrooms. You kind of get back <laughs> into skepticism a little bit. You start to think, 
the questions kind of come back and all that. But no, it's so just ebbs, ebbs and flows for I, me. I don't think a lot of people know, like you said, from the city, Aaron. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people understand what the thicket means. Yeah. And just being here, when we've got what 100, 120 foot tall pine trees around us and the underbrush again trees that are like less than a foot apart from each other yeah trying to walk through that Uh, alone yeah there's no way like we're not built to go through that (laughs) and if you did try to go through that there would be any number of plant life that will kill you i mean (laughs) thorns snakes shrubbery all right we're about to go get encountering Jennifer Bland, a non-believer who had a very interesting sighting recently, and this Boggy Creek Beehive stuff is tremendous. Uh, Clint Harris, the guy that runs it, it's excellent. I highly recommend everyone checking them out, Facebook, Instagram, the whole thing. We got a lot of products for everyone, but we're uh, about to sit down with Jennifer and hear her story. Hey Seth. Now after hearing your latest encounter in the woods of Falk, where do you stand percentage-wise on the existence the creature of which we seek. I I don't have an official percentage right now. I can't remember what I said last time. What did I say last time? Like 57 or something? That seems high. Maybe 60. She bumped you three points? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, dude, she's a Christian. She's a non-believer. She didn't come into this with wanting to see a Bigfoot. She didn't believe in it. I, I thought she was super credible. I like her a lot. She's she's one of the coolest witnesses I've talked to, I think. I just like the way she talked about it on the phone and stuff. And when I talked to her on the phone and going into it, I was like, I hope she is that way when we turn the cameras on, like talking about how it affected her. And she has, like, experience with animals. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, she told me she's not scared of, like, bears or gators or any of this stuff and this thing terrified her. Well, she left here to go gator hunting. She she was looking for gators now. She she said it unnerved her. What's the word? Back at the world famous Monster Mart for a quick lunch and then we're off to the library to sit down with yet another witness. It's a little bit after 2 p.m. on Monday. 
things are getting hairier in the best possible way. Thanks so much for listening to OK Talk. Stay tuned. We've got plenty more to come. Plenty. Thank you.